This is the Mohead Y'all Show, showcasing the newest and oldest beer style. Heady conversations. Behind the scenes clips. And subscriber exclusives. Do you like craft beer? We, we do, do too. I'm Ann Million Blair. And I'm Deacon Brother Trent. Get ready to pour heavy. Holy smokes, Brother Trent. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like because you had a Roush beer. I, I feel know. like I should have a smoke in here right now. We the ambiance, right? I love the ambiance right. in here. Where are we? We're at Kesmetic. What? 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 Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we're at Kesmetic. And who yeah. do we have with us on the table? We got the homegirl, Nicole. We got the homeboy, Ryan. We got beer. We're kismetic. Oh, man. So hyped to have y'all up in here. Yes, thank you for having us. Appreciate you guys. Thanks, Thanks so much. All right. So let's just get into it, yeah? Yo, why don't we just get into it? So we got beer. We do. What do you got? Dude? I've got their Schwartz beer. Mm-hmm. Nice dark lager. It's very good. I like this. I'm a huge Schwartz beer person, so... I really like this, so good job. Appreciate it. You're welcome. I love the history behind the style. I do, too. I probably will always have one on draft. Nice. For that reason. Cool. Nice. Good to know. Nice. What are y'all drinking over there? I'm dr- drinking our um, hoppy lager right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. I'm drinking our banana nut bread Hefeweizen that we're actually releasing today. Oh. I might have that myself. Nice. <laughs> Look at him. And Brains has got the mango passion fruit Berliner Weiss, right? Yep. Okay. And it's and it's about halfway gone already. Yeah, and it's not uh, it's not red or green or it's 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 clear like a blender of ice should be. Come yeah. on now, yeah, come on now. Good job on that too. <laughs> come on, I now. try, I try. <laughs> Man, you do you you, tr- you there's do or do not. There is no try. Facts. <laughs> I feel like that gets everybody now, right? That that's the line that gets everybody at this point. It's a pretty universal sentiment. One hundred percent. No doubt. All right. You know, even where to hop in with y'all. I mean, the, the <laughs> history. Seriously. Ah, pun intended. Ah. <laughs> just, just remembering, you know, bumping in Nicole. I mean, back in the day, brains. What would have been like eighteen, probably or eighteen or nineteen. Yeah, maybe as early as seventeen, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, because I was over at the you know previous brewery, Indiana City, from uh, like fifteen or so on. So it was when I sixteen maybe. So that's when I met you guys. Mm-hmm. So it probably okay. Wow, long time. And boy, how things have changed since then. It's a little bit different now. A little bit <laughs> different. A little bit, yeah. A little bit different. So the two of you together. I mean, how how did you two get together? What what, what are your origin stories as a couple? Well, um, I actually ended up interviewing and hiring Ryan at the tap room. Mm. <laughs> so that's a taboo story, I guess, in that sense. Is that how you got hired? Well for me. <laughs> <laughs> so luckily that worked out. Uh, and so Ryan was a tap room employee of mine. And then when we... Uh, you know, started to fall in love. We moved Ryan. Uh, Ryan moved into production. And I don't know. Oh, uh, did you did you sleep your way into production, <laughs> Ryan? Oh. <laughs> You're gonna have to ask Nick. Then. Getting into production for the girl. I see you. Okay. All right. Yeah, it, it was all part of a long con that I, <laughs> I enacted from the beginning. Oh my God! Genius. Well done. And now look at him. Look at him. We see you. As I said, it's worked out well for me. (laughs) (laughs) So how did both of you get into the industry? 
honestly, um, my I worked formally for White Lodging in Marriott downtown, so mm. I was in hospitality for a number of years. Mm. Had started a, a different side hustle with a girlfriend of mine where we were doing food pop-ups at uh, breweries and really? at farmers markets. Yep, the Broke Chicks Chili that we were doing. And that's actually how I was mainly introduced to Indiana City, which was the first brewery that I worked at. I just got to know people there through the pop-ups and then uh, was ready to leave the corporate world, really um, really was enjoying the beer community and started um, out over there as just a taproom server. Okay. Uh, I kind of came into it at various times. Uh, my first job in the industry was working for Upland 2010, 2011. Really? Huh. Yeah, it was just as a taproom server up at the 46th Street location okay. when it was just a little sliver mm -hmm. hole in the wall. But uh, I basically sold wine on and off for up to almost 15 years. Ran the alcohol department at Trader Joe's in Castleton and then mm. had a wine education business on the side where I would do you know, going to corporate events and people's houses and put on little educational things. Nice. So got to the point where I was pursuing my sommeliers and then realized I don't really like wine people. So <laughs> 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 I got, Write that down. I got, <laughs> I got out of the industry, you know, I bailed as it were. And uh, I was working at a winery, strangely enough. And uh, the owner of Indiana City came in and kind of liked my bartending style uh, asked me if I want to interview, walked up to the door. She kind of came and out of the darkness and opened the door, and I was got from the beginning. So. Oh, oh, and Cupid just yeah. arrowed your ass. Pow. So, thus my journey into craft brewing, and thus my you know romantic life all at once. She saved you. Yeah, very much <laughs> yeah. so. Oh, well, wow. maybe I'd like to think we saved each other. Yeah, for sure. I think we were, so. we were yeah. good for each other at the right time, I yep. would say. That's wow, awesome. Wow, that is awesome. That's pretty awesome. Wow. <laughs> and so then how did how did the uh, genesis for you know kismetic come along i mean you shared a little bit with us as we began to grow our relationship you know us and heaven and Dren and mohead y'all and all of the things and then we were doing beer for good there was there was little seeds you were dropping around those times you know when we would get together it, it, how did all of that really start to come together to create what you have here right now yeah, I think the the biggest thing was with the onset of the pandemic and mm -hmm. I was furloughed for six weeks. Um, and that really gave me a lot of time to, you know, when, when you're in a situation, you maybe don't totally see it from all sides or totally understand it. And having space and time away allowed me to really... Mm -hmm you know, look back at um, what where I was at, where the industry was at, and see things that I just really didn't like and wanted to do something different. So I had reached a point for myself uh, where I decided either I was going to start my own brewery or I was going to leave beer. So, oh, wow. It was like that. Yeah. You were literally at a crossroads. Yeah, I was just, yeah. It was just not going in the direction that, you know, I wanted it to go for myself. So, yeah, I just thought a lot about what, I wanted to see and that's honestly what kismetic is it's kind of like not antithesis but it's it's like all the things that I wasn't seeing in the industry that I wanted to see is, is what we're trying to do basically interesting so what is what's behind the name of kismetic what where'd you get that how did you figure that out and why well obviously kismet faded 
we, it's a little bit of a portmanteau with kinetic. So we, we, th- we don't believe in things that are predestined, but we believe in the faith that we create. Mm, so it's, I like it's, that. It's mm-hmm. an active participation in the making of your future. Oh, I, I like that. that. I yeah, that. that makes the beer taste even better. <laughs> <laughs> That's special great. Sauce. Yeah, yes. Can't, ooh. <laughs> special sauce. I should have said good, good. MSG. That would have been a better <laughs> metaphor. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know the next beer they're going to be making. It's going to be like a crab, ra- crab ragoon or something, you know. <laughs> I actually have a Japanese rice lager that's getting crispy right now. So Ooh. I, I kind of messed up not dabbling. Man, I love me a good rice lager. And the MSG going to be in full effect. <laughs> oh, man. Well, every time, well, you can ask brains, every time we go to the Chinese restaurant and we leave, like, I f- it looks like I just got done at the bar. I'm so, like, loopy and just like, yeah. And she's just like, we got to quit going Chinese food. We got we to gotta stop. You're addicted, man. I'm a main, a main low holic. <sighs> Oh man! So, uh, what made you guys decide to get in the time machine and hop back to 1972? Well, uh, one of the things that we wanted to see be different was um, I wanted it to feel a little bit more comfortable. I think a lot of breweries, and it was appropriate, maybe more so for like the time when when breweries were really start first starting in indie, that it was going to be a little more of that like warehouse like you just kind of kind of rigid just stiff yeah Yeah, sterile yeah yeah and kind of cold and um it makes sense kind of where the the genesis of where it all came from but we wanted something that was like more comfortable and inviting and it was like well cocktail bars can be really comfy why can't yeah right yeah um so and and we also wanted it to feel not exclusionary for anybody but more um feminine and more comfortable for women which has been super cool to see the number of days that there's just like a ton of women in here mm, nice. on their yeah. own with friends on dates whatever it is but um nice. as far as getting in the time machine we owe that to um the really talented designers uh joey and sarah jean potts they're guide and anchor mm-hmm. yeah they're amazing okay. um Joey's been doing beer labels um, oh. for years uh, around Indiana and Sarah he was Jean. 18th Street's first employee. Mm. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, so he did all of their logo or all of their labels. Pax Verum, I'm sure mm. a number of other places mm. that ah, I'm not gonna. Okay. Uh, I'm not gonna think of right now, but they're super talented. So we they honestly sat down with us and we had a just a conversation about like things that inspire us and a lot of things for Ryan and I. It was like the music of our parents was really important to us, and that really formed us. And from there, they created basically three different concepts for us that were all retro focused but we liked this one the most because it was kind of retro future is what they referred to it as. Yeah, I like that. I yeah. kind of got yeah. that like kind of like um like if Atari just came out with a console today, you know what I mean because they were kind of, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like I feel like uh, I just got done av- doing advertising as an admin and I just came here to Kismetic to get me a, a beer, right? So I love that yeah. Metaphor. Yeah. Especially with the wood paneling on the Atari. Right. Well, and, right. And, and your guys is like uh, the vibe and and like um, um, the way that you've got on um, the type and everything is very Atari like yeah. old school. I, I I like that. Thank you so <laughs> much. You're welcome. Yeah. I really appreciate that. They're just so talented. Do you ever find yourself having thoughts like this? Man, I would really enjoy having a few drinks tonight, but I'm not trying to fork over my hard-earned money or Uber or Lyft to take me somewhere just for the sake of being a responsible adult. 
I guess I'll just sit in FOMO and live vicariously through my friends on social media. Or thoughts like this. It would be so cool if I had enough space to host all my friends for dinner and beers. But my current crib isn't really set up to show off my culinary processes. Your current situation doesn't have to be your final destination. Buying a home has crossed my mind. I'm not sure where to start. Van Hoy Real Estate is here to meet all of your needs. You can expect an artistic and cultured yet safe and strategic vantage on your next transaction. But more ahead, y'all listeners, Van Hoy Real Estate works out of Keller Williams Area 812. Buying a home is a legitimate investment, usually the biggest investment people make in their lives. You deserve a realtor that understands that. Let Van Hoy Real Estate help you navigate all of your home buying dreams. Give them a call at 812-900-2823 or visit taylorvanhoy.kw.com. Van Hoy Real Estate, your home, your investment, your realtor. Working the hardest to put you on the map. Thank you so much. Yeah, really appreciate that. They're just so talented. So, yeah, they. it was like the retro throwback. Um, all the furniture in here, with a few exceptions, is vintage. All the light fixtures are vintage. Mm-hmm. But then, like, the really bright colors being mm-hmm. and, like, solid colors. Not doing, like, the paisleys. Like, that's a different kind of 70s. Right. Yeah, so right. this little mashup we right. really enjoyed. I, I like the, the nuance of the lights, how it's kind of dark, but, like, there's certain spots that's lit up everywhere. It's just kind of got that cocktail bar feel that mm-hmm. you're kind of looking for. Um, what's up with the pews? <laughs> you were mentioning something about that <laughs> yes. earlier. So, um... You know, when you write a business plan in 2020 and then you don't start your build out to like 2021, things cost a lot more money. True. <laughs> you ain't wrong. <laughs> that COVID inflation got us, yes, man. It's a supply chain, man. It's a supply chain. <laughs> yeah. Just, it's, it was the shipping container shit, right? Yeah. Literally <laughs> double everything. So we were trying to ball on a budget and um, Word. we just found these on Facebook Marketplace, these um, church pews. And I'm usually like, very anti-church pews like in a bar setting i think they're uncomfortable and like i'm just not here for it but these were actually um already this beautiful blue color and that was like the big allure for it and i went and checked them out this church was closing and getting rid of them Mm. and i let ryan know like yeah they're not that heavy we'll be able to get them it's totally fine and it was i would say like i showed up in flip-flops and shorts. oh she I, set you up dude i picked up one side and that seemed fine <laughs> i am a large american and when i put my hands on things i expect them to move i went and grabbed these, this church pew and it probably weighed about 400 pounds and so she I'm really bad at estimating. (laughs) She is a strong individual as well, but it just, it rapidly devolved from there. We were supposed to take four. We took three because that's all I was going to do. The flip-flops weren't going to stay together much longer after the fourth one. It was also July in Indiana in an unair-conditioned building. On top of that, we had to get everything out ourselves. So it was, I, that, that was my bad. Well, you know, it was a learning experience if nothing else. That sounded like a booby trap to me. Hey, but I'm, I, I am appreciative of the effort that you put 100%. in. 100%. As I'm sitting on this blue pew on a Sunday morning yeah. or Sunday afternoon. <laughs> this, is, this is our church. Yes. Yeah, I mean, you guys do the Lord's work. so I'm trying to tell you. Preach. <laughs> That's why they call me the deacon. <laughs> so um, 
from hopping back at the time machine, what uh, what makes you guys brew the beers that you do? Because the way that I kind of see, they're very cosmetic beers, right? You don't really, you're not really seeing things like this pretty much anywhere else, in my opinion. So what what gives you the inspiration to brew these styles of beer? I mean, not to sound arrogant, but I brew what I want to drink. That's what I want to hear. And if I'm not, <laughs> I don't understand anyone that's in, in that is in this industry and isn't their own favorite brewer. Like, interesting. This is this is a passion project. You don't get paid enough. There's almost generally not a retirement plan there waiting for you. If you're not doing what you're passionate about, I just don't understand why you're doing it at all. Yeah. So yep. I'm just trying to figure out flavors that please me, and I think the most gratifying thing on this whole process is to know that I'm not in a vacuum and things that I enjoy other people enjoy even if it's a little bit more esoteric or off kilter right because most brewers or breweries say well we brew beer for people that want to drink our beer instead of brewing beers that they want to drink right we heard that yesterday we did hear that yesterday as a matter of fact so it really pleases me to hear you say that because if i had my own brewery i only banking the the beers that i would want to be drinking not what everybody else wants and if you like them then that's awesome come on back right there's 70 other breweries in the metro area 70 yeah Yeah. god damn so when people are you know they're asking for styles maybe that i don't do I'm more than happy to shout out people that focus on those things. That's what's and, up. Yep. And support the community. That's and, what's up. You know, rising tide raises all ships. Come on, right. brother. Preach. But, you preaching on <laughs> something. Come on, Come on now. Come on now. Come on now. But I'm not going to make things that I don't feel good about. Or I'm not. There's beers that I've dumped because, I mean, there mm. might have been factors that were beyond my control. Sure. We, there's a lot of learning processes building a brewery from oh, the yeah. ground up. <laughs> but, uh, in a hundred-year-old building. In a hundred-year-old building <laughs> with you know, maybe contractors that didn't know what they were doing, but neither here nor there. Uh, Yeah, so I think ultimately at the end of the day, you're just trying to put out something that that you're happy with. And if that, Mm. I feel like that resonates with other people. 100%. I mean, it resonates with me. Yeah, facts. I I hardly hardly appreciate that. So thank you. You're welcome. What what led you to choose the location where you're at? You read my email. Word. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ryan and I have both been Eastside. Thanks for hanging out, y'all. Yo, don't forget to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and Patreon. Patreon. Remember to enjoy responsibly. Take care of each other. And always pour, pour heavy. heavy.